What is up, everybody? You are listening to J Create Survive Radio 98.1 FM. No, you're not. <laughs> you are not listening to whatever that just was. You are listening to Everyone is Moving to Berlin, which I don't know if I've told this story, we've told this story, but the reason the show is called Everyone is Moving to Berlin is because there's a song by that name that I really, really love and that I thought would be the perfect intro song for this podcast. And we contacted the artist and she gave us permission to use the song. But but dun, dun, dun. it turns out that content rights are tricky and musicians these days don't even own the rights. We love the music industry. <laughs> so that's They're why so we fair to their artists. So that's why our actual intro song is just a creative commons song that someone created and gave to the world for free. Um, what kind of them? Anyway, what was that? Jay creates the world. That's your radio station on yeah on Spotify. That Spotify, one, yeah, and um, SoundCloud. But <laughs> we only have four episodes because I haven't made one in a long time. But you know, we're turning over a new leaf now. It's it's September. It's a new season, and so you're you're playing your favorite songs and just talking about talking it. about them. And you can do that like legally on Spotify because yeah. you just include the songs from the Spotify library. Yeah. So um, Spotify um, has like their own podcasting app called Anchor FM. Oh, I hate them. It, but if you are just doing it for fun, yes. it is a great app to use um, because you can't integrate exactly the Spotify songs. You have to have a premium account to like listen to the full songs. Yeah, yeah. But obviously. legally, like that's probably the best way for me to go about doing it. And like, I'm not doing it for money or whatnot. No, no. Honestly, that is a cool thing that they and it's so get easy. to do. Yeah, it's yeah. similar to how YouTube kind of solved the whole music content rights problem by just making individual deals with all the labels and then as a creator you don't have to care about it and it looks like spotify is doing the same for our podcasts now which is great in a way because yeah you just can't play any music legally on a podcast otherwise yeah but it also means that then it can't be on the open podcast ecosystem it just but has like, to exist on spotify but for that's fine for me i mean i'm a spotify user i'm a diehard spotify user so me too for music but not for podcasts it's, but it this, is, but this podcast is not a, like it's not i would not call my radio show a podcast you know i would call it a radio show Goodbye, um, everybody. This has been <laughs> the show. We don't we don't talk about Berlin anymore. We just debate about, podcast yes. apps. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's been a minute. So much has happened. And see, we were well prepared. We I I took a break. I was on vacation, but yeah. we kept our two week. Uh, what's, we did. What's the word? Uh, two week um, release schedule yeah i'm looking for the word not bi-weekly but fortnightly our fortnightly fortnightly release schedule because bi-weekly can meet can has two meanings it can mean every two weeks or twice a week i thought bi-monthly was ridiculous like every, i thought no. bi-monthly is like twice a month bi-weekly can mean both things and the unambiguous fortnightly only means every two weeks why fortnightly i think every fortnight, fortnight every fortnight what is a fortnight well, it's a game <laughs> you can play. <laughs> and it also means um, fortnightly. Do you know vocabulary.com? No. It's a good dictionary. Occurring every two weeks. Interesting. And then we have the word family. It comes from the word fortnight. 
A fortnight is 14 nights or two weeks. How did fortnight get that? This word isn't used much in American English, but you'll come across it if you travel to England or read a lot of British novels. Was that your British accent? <laughs> I might be willing to laugh because I can't do it either. <laughs> but yes, no, it, that made a good point. Not in the American language. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> that sounds like a British word too. Have a cup of tea. So, Speaking of British. Yes. <laughs> it's not funny. I don't think we want to go down that route. I really don't Y'all think. Y'all know. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> what is what are you uh, what are we talking about <laughs> i mean you know stuff has happened in the last few weeks some people kicked the can other people got into power way to be disrespectful <laughs> justin <laughs> honestly how some people kicked the can how is that disrespectful just anonymous people anonymous. i mean people die every day Oh my God, we're just collecting <laughs> haters now. So bi-weekly, definition on vocabulary.com. Things that happen bi-weekly usually happen once every two weeks or twice a week, just to confuse you. This is ridiculous. This yeah. word has two meanings, which are kind of almost the exact opposite. That's very interesting. I wonder who... But I mean, it makes sense on both sides of things. Like, you can... Like, I will understand bi-weekly, but then I also understand bi-weekly. Oh, so you mean it depends on how you stress the word? Yeah. Bi-weekly and bi-weekly? Also the context of the word, too. But if I tell you our podcast comes out on a bi-weekly basis? That, yeah. It's, 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 confusing. Yeah, but that's why I would say bi-monthly. Bi-monthly See? means... Like I would say bi-monthly is like twice a month, bi-weekly is twice what, a week. Bi- bi-monthly sounds ridiculous. We have a word for it. It's fortnightly. That's such a weird long word that makes zero sense. How is it How is it long? Fortnightly, three syllables. Bi-monthly, three syllables. It's the same. Y'all let us know what which one think? do you guys prefer. True. Let us know. We don't get enough feedback. Um, I think, I don't know, maybe we need a comment section on the website or something. Yeah, or I mean, just DM us. Some people do that. Right. So today, <laughs> actually, to our topic of this episode, we're talking about grocery shopping. So exciting. It's, <laughs> it's exciting. It's on everybody's mind because it's getting expensive. Inflation is in full swing. We live in such a great world, y'all. A great time to live. Great time to be alive. Wait. Inflation, I- pandemics, gas prices going up. What's next? Actually, I don't want to answer that I, one. I, say, I sense some <laughs> irony in your voice. Um, no, but honestly, I thought, I mean, this is... It, in a way, it sounds ridiculous to talk, to make an episode about grocery shopping, but I just want to go back to the original idea of this podcast, which is you guys and girls and... and non-binary. Non-binary. People. You're just our friends. And we just want to tell you as friends, like, here's what you need to know when you're coming to Berlin. Yes. And this can include philosophical discussions like we had two weeks ago, but it can also be something very practical. And I think it is important to know kind of how grocery shopping in German, in Berlin specifically works, the kinds of different grocery stores that there are, what makes them different, and so on and so on. That's actually a good point. I mean... I think grocery shopping is good. I think also, once you live here, or um, answer this for me, do you have like your grocery stores that you like will only go to 
Um, yes, yes. I have mine too. I, I most specifically, I have some that I definitely would not go to. Yes, that I would rule out. Which ones are that for you? Um, Penny, for example. I've never even been to Penny. Yeah, don't. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it always for me. It seemed like a hardware store. And Netto, <laughs> Penny and Netto are Netto so, is. We'll talk mm. about the discount stores, and there's good ones and bad ones. And I would say Penny and Netto. Although Penny recently introduced a bunch of vegan. Uh, options, which mm. I'm obviously interested in, but it's just Penny and Netto. Like I, I'm all for discount cheap supermarkets, but they're overdoing. Like I do want to feel like welcomed. Like I do want to feel like someone's cleaning the floor on a fortnightly basis, at least. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just I don't know. I just walk in there. This sounds so snobby, but I just when I walk into these stores, I just feel like it's dirty. I don't know. Yeah, I also feel like every net netto that I've gone into, it's like random. Like you <laughs> never know what you're going to be getting into that netto. Like there is never a consistent, like, you know, when you go to like a Reve, like, you know, I know exactly that they'll always have these products. Every netto that I've been to has been completely different. Okay, so let's go like, so we started with Penny and Netto, which are basically kind of the... Ch- on the very cheap spectrum discount supermarkets, but and they even that much cheaper. Well, yes, it so it depends. I mean, they also carry, I think, some brand products, but they also have their own products, and those are quite cheap. But then, Lidl and Aldi, for example, are also discount stores, and they are probably just as cheap, at least for their own products, and they're much nicer, especially Lidl. Seems nice. Like it's clearly a discount. Like there's like there no one works there except for the <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's number one. Except for the people that check you out. Like if you have any question, forget it. There's no one that will help you. Um and peop the people that you do see f- seem very stressed out, and that makes me feel a little sad sometimes. And like it's not luxurious island I like shelves you know, properly made pretty. And so it's just the stuff there, but it's good. And especially now, if you need to save some money and Lidl as well has a really good selection of vegetarian, vegan products. And I would say in general, like good quality stuff. Like as you may know from my other podcast, I like to read a monthly magazine where they do pr- product reviews, Stiftung Warentest. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes. It's such at a me. bottom up thing to do. <laughs> and and very often their products come out like their own brands that they yeah. you know they come out uh, on top. Like the it's good quality stuff, even though it's cheap. I would say I do like Aldi's. Some of the Aldi's though are like weird and they don't have anything. Like there's the Aldi right by my house, like literally right by my house, and it has no cold beverages. Which no, is such no, a random no, thing. No, no, but that's but, but, but no discount store has that because that would cost more money. Like they would have to put fridges and stuff in the store. And the idea is that you go there and you buy everything you need for the next week or two weeks and you go home and you put it in your refrigerator. Like it's not a store where you go in to buy a cold drink and then go out and consume it immediately. Like that's the next category that we'll talk about. But Aldi, I just wanted to mention, I don't know if you know the history of Aldi, but Aldi was founded by two brothers and they're some of the richest Germans that exist. And they used to be the richest, I think. And they split the Aldi empire into two different companies. So there's Aldi Nord, 
and Aldi Süd, North and South. And Interesting. there's even like a word like Aldi Equator. Like that's the that's the border in Germany that separates the Aldi Nord and Aldi Süd <laughs> territories. But what about the Aldis in different countries? They split up the different countries among themselves. Like some countries have Aldi Süd and some countries have Aldi Nord. But what does Berlin have? Berlin has Aldi Nord. And that's my point. Aldi Nord actually sucks. Aldi Süd okay, I was is gonna, better. I was going to say the Aldis, and I will probably guess that the Aldis and the UK are Aldi Süd because the Aldis here don't have really anything. But the Aldi that I was at in Manchester, that one slapped. That one had every single thing that I needed. It was always cheap, at a good price. They had cold beverages too, y'all. Like it was really good. The Aldi's here, I'm like mm. Aldi.co.uk says everyone at Aldi is saddened by the passing of Her Majesty the Queen as our longest reigning monarch. She died with grace and selfless devotion. How dare you make fun of <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't make fun. I'm just saying someone kicked the can. <laughs> um yeah, okay. So Aldi, fine. Um I I like Lidl. Aldi's fine. Avoid Netto and Penny, I would say. I mean, try them. I I think we but both like okay, but like let me say haven't this. really tried them. Let me say this. Um, don't if you are like if you like and your friends are like trying to get like you know drinks or beverages like like you guys are going to park or whatnot, going to parade or whatnot. Don't go to Netto. Don't go to no. Penny. Don't, don't go to any discount store. Go yeah. to. I mean, you could technically go to Lidl and get like some wine or like some like alcohol or whatnot. You can get that all the at all. Um, but like I would say Lidl, Lidl actually has great white. Yes, yes, Lidl does. So if you need alcohol or whatnot, I would say go to Lidl. All right. Next we have kind of the regular supermarkets, yes. which there's two big chains, which yes. which are Edeka and Rewe. Are you an Edeka or a Rewe, a Rewe kind of guy? I'm a Rewe, Rewe, Rewe kind of guy. I'm also a Rewe kind of guy. Why? We don't know. I don't know. I mean, one the one like there was one always closer to the first place I, I lived. Um, and even where I live now in Neukölln, um, it's still like a very like just is always very close. There's like two equally distance from me, and they they're always very nice, and they always have like really good stuff. And their sushi, their like sushi is really good too, and like their ready to go meals are actually really good as well. Right, they're like proper make you feel good supermarkets yeah. with nice music, nice layout, people working there that you can grab and ask questions. Mm-hmm. And it's organized. Very organized. It's not expensive. Huge either. selection. Well, the, it so they have expensive stuff, but then they also always have a cheap alternative. Yeah. Where like Rewe has like their own brand called Rewe Bestival or something. Mm-hmm. And they have the Yap products, I yeah, think. Yeah, yes, yes. Which are super cheap. So like they will have the way too expensive sugar, but then they will also have like mm-hmm. the regular cheap sugar. Yeah. Um, so you have to be more careful, I guess. Uh, then you have it at a discount store, but it doesn't mean that it has to be hugely expensive. Yeah. I would say though, like vegetables and fruit and stuff are more expensive there than they are at the discount stores. Like yes. sometimes yes, I'm surprised sure. at little how cheap the the vegetable there is mm-hmm. while it's still like super good quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's very true. But yeah, I. And, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, um, I think Reve is just like a good just also go-to because you can really like get everything that you need. Like there was a Neto by my house. There was a Reve by my house. Um, they were very close. But like if I went to Neto, I would always need to go to the Reve. 
because mm-hmm. the Neto would never have everything that I need. There's always like a f- three things that you can't get there, yes. that, and then you do go to the Reve. Exactly. Yeah. And the Reve, depending on the Reve, they have a good vegan selection as well. Totally. Um, and like the ones that I've been to, they also are just pretty like cheap. Um, and they also have like a good selection, not a big selection, but some of them have a good selection of non- like food products as well. Like you can get your toiletries, you can get toilet yeah. paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, they deodorant, always, yeah, toothpaste, all type of stuff there. Um, and I'm very impressed. And the big, the big thing that makes me a river kind of guy is <laughs> that they have a delivery service. And I've it never is, used it oh my God, it is the most first world privileged kind of thing. Like, ordering your groceries on an app and then having someone come up your stairs or in my case at least i can offer them an elevator that they can use <laughs> and just bring you all the stuff mm-hmm. and it costs nothing like if you order if it's a big order it's free and mm-hmm. if also it depends on the time window but i'm usually home so i can put like a four hour time window and then it's free and if not if you need to make it a shorter time window it's like two euros mm-hmm. and then please tip these poor people that <laughs> do this really crazy job. But it's amazing because like I always buy the same things. Mm-hmm. And in the app, I just have the list of all the things that I always buy. And I just tap, 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 tap. And I'm That's done true. in five I, I minutes. I don't have to go there. I don't have to come back. It is, I mean, it it feels ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it also... I don't always do it because I actually also I have a big Kaufland mm-hmm. uh, near my place, which Kaufland is like Reve, but even bigger. It's like one yeah. of those bigger. It's like closer to like a smaller Walmart maybe yes. in the US. Yeah. Like they're quite big. And I like going there and spending an half an hour or 45 mm-hmm. minutes there and getting all my stuff and looking around. But in a busy week, it's just such a time saver to not have to do that mm-hmm. and to just someone coming and bringing everything. Mm-hmm. Edeka also has a delivery service called Bringmeister. It's like a th- another company that does their deliveries. Okay. Bringmeister for some reason. Not such great uh, experiences with them. I don't know. Like not, not terrible, but Rewe is just pretty much like they come when they, when they say they'll come. They usually bring the stuff that you ordered and the people are nice if you take into consideration that they have a really shitty job <laughs> like yeah. i give them a lot of leeway <laughs> if they're not that's funny. fair that's very fair um and so that's pretty pretty good i think if yeah. you're able to to do this um any other supermarket chains that we forgot i mean Kaufland I mean, is yeah Kaufland. we mentioned there is a vegans oh right so then there's yeah vegans is like special because it's a completely vegan Mm-hmm. supermarket chain which they w- used to be in all of germany but weren't successful and so now they only have well they're so expensive two or three stores in berlin mm-hmm. and i think only in berlin like they can do it like there's not enough vegans yeah. in other cities to do and this. also they pretty much only sell their products right their products it's crazy expensive yeah but if you are vegan like i don't go shopping there because yeah. it's too expensive but they are almost the only place that has my favorite vegan butter. Mm. And they have some amazing like vegan burgers that I just love and some pizzas that you can't get anywhere else. So for those kinds of things, um, it's pretty good. Yeah. There's also a Dennis Bio. 
Right. Then there are the Biomärkte, the organic supermarkets, mm -hmm. which there's Dens, Dens, which they have one at Gesundbrunnen, which is open on Sundays. So this is my Sunday shopping option. Really? Yeah, because it's part of the train station. So they are able, able to open on Sunday because it's That is like, a secret. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah, yeah. But it's full on Sunday because everybody does it. Yeah. But yeah, you can, like, it's a proper supermarket. Like, and they also have a good selection of vegan stuff and organic stuff. And it's also very expensive. And then there's some other bio supermarkets, which Dance is a big one. Bio. bio. I don't know what, the, yeah. They're usually, they usually have bio like in their name. Bio Company is like one of the other big ones, big chains. Yes, yes, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. So also we should probably mention the, what would you call these, like DM and Rossmann, those are drugstores? Yeah, yeah, I would call them drugstores. There's a like, in America we have like Walgreens and CVS or whatnot. Um, but these stores you can generally find I mean, just like your non-food products or like that. So you can get your makeup there. You can get like toilet products there. You can get not medication, medication, but like like cough syrup, vitamins, and stuff. yeah, vitamins, um, toilet paper, paper towels, like baby like stuff too, um, dog food, cat food, all the type of stuff. Yeah, and people. It's really interesting to me, especially DM has like a fan following and there's even like memes about it. I can put a link in the show notes to one of my favorite YouTubers um, who made this TikTok or Instagram video where he was like, oh, I'm going to DM to just get toothpaste. And then he like stops at all these different aisles because he's discovering, <laughs> okay, I shouldn't recall, just watch the video. It's <laughs> funny. But it's a thing that happens. Like you go into DM just to get some toothpaste and then they, it turns out they have so many cool things they that do. you then want and they have all these they have for example organic or uh, vegan scrambled egg alternative powder which mm. I really which I discovered there and really like mm. and then sometimes they have like before Christmas they have all these like Christmas things and stuff. I don't know it's hard to describe they just yeah it's not just toothpaste and toilet paper. Like they have they have a good selection of stuff. Just variety of things like um I was getting stuff because there was like nuts in my apartment or whatnot. And they have a really good selection of like bug stuff, like bug prevention type of stuff too. Um, they have a good selection of like air freshener type of stuff. You bugs in your apartment? Like gnats. You know, like whenever you have food and stuff like that, they're just like the little gnats. Oh, uh, the little fruit flies? Yeah, yeah. We we call them gnats. You guys and there's the, uh, fruit flies. We call them fruchtfliegen. <laughs> tomato, tomato. And and what, what, so I've never, the only way I've ever Fought them is by removing the fruit. Well, you can get like little like traps and stuff like that. Traps for fruit? Not traps, but like like they have like fruit fly like stuff. Like like there's like a raid one where you plug it in and they attract some. I guess it zaps them or whatnot. I don't know what it does. Interesting. And they have one where it's like like a scent and then it's like it's sticky. And then oh no, those are terrible. Those are for like for those, bees and or bigger flies. Also. No, no, there was one for fruit flies. It's a specific type. Um, yeah, so I got those like at the DM. Okay. Um, and also, I will say a very, uh, another small thing, the DM website actually is very active. Like, you know, like typically like a grocery store website, you wouldn't rely on to like tell you things are in stock or whatnot. The DM one actually will tell you if something is in stock or not. Right. 
Um, How is it that they can figure this yeah. out and no one else can? <laughs> like I was like, oh, okay, so I need to go to this specific one, and they and that one did have what I needed, and I'm like, none of the other stores has this. That. Shouldn't be something we're surprised by, but it is. It is surprising. Yeah. I mean, like you just like you never rely on the website to like actually give right. you accurate information, but the DM one actually does. I'm very. Very impressive. They even have an online store. Like you can even order stuff. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Yeah. What does DM stand for? I have no idea. You know, it's when I traveled the world, I traveled through East Europe first, mm-hmm. to like a bunch of smaller countries in Eastern Europe. And I was surprised how far the DM empire reaches because I was in countries where everything was already completely different. Like there was nothing German about these countries yeah. at all anymore. And then randomly there was just a DM. Like they really expanded into um, a bunch of different cities. What's been like your favorite grocery store that you've ever been to in the world? Or like what? Where I will I I have an answer for you. But first, I want to tell you that DM apparently just stands for Drogeriemarkt, which is drugstore. Oh, which is very boring. So original. It is not original. Well, I'm just scanning Wikipedia, dude. I. When I went to the U.S. and I went to Whole Foods for the first time. Whole Foods. Oh, my God. That's actually founded in Austin, Texas. My mind was blown. It's very It's like big. a different universe. Like this kind of thing doesn't even exist in Germany. Yeah. It's like a paradise. Like this is what I always ex- imagined waking up in paradise would be. Like you wake up and there's these giant islands of fruit and like perfectly arranged and... I don't know, just every fruit looks perfect. And then they have this amazing sea salt chocolate and all these different things. So if you guys don't know what Whole Foods is, it's like a bio, but like on steroids. Yes. um, Essentially. Bio on steroids. Like it was founded in Austin, Texas. So like we have a lot of big ones there. And like where there's even one where we have like a coffee like section in it. And you can go upstairs and like sit like on the outside of it. And like literally work at the bio, <laughs> yeah. Um, at, at the Whole Foods, um, if you want to. It was um, bought by Amazon, no? Yes, yes, it was. And then Trader Joe's is also really Trader. Bad. Oh, I love Trader Joe's. Shout out to Trader Joe's. That is my place. I love Trader Joe's to the <laughs> max. Like I am a loyal Trader Joe's. We guy. love capitalism. TJ's is just amazing, and it has like a nice vibe to it as well. They have this like beach vibe to it. Um, it was like more like it was like it was like a California thing, but it kind of like has spread out, and it's it was always it's like. It's promoted as this like cheap yet healthy alternative. Right. It's like Whole Foods, but a little bit cheap, cheap and a little and bit relaxed. Yeah. And the and the like cashiers always are so nice. They have conversations oh, yeah. with you. So and that like we that. should talk about that. Like coming back to German supermarkets. See, this is a different. I hear this so often from people moving to Berlin that mm-hmm. the checkout at the supermarket is one of their biggest kind of culture shocks. Yeah. Because, so especially at the discount supermarkets, you are rushed as hell. You like, are. You feel rushed too. And you're doing your own baggage as well. <laughs> right. So in the discount supermarkets, the way it works is you don't even have time to put stuff into your backpack or bags or anything. You I'm just put so the car, anxious. <laughs> you put everything back, like you basically shove it back into the cart. Like you just let it drop back yeah. into the cart. And then you pay and you get out of there. And then there's like a different section where you can 
stuff your like Stu- your backpack bag. Exactly. It is honestly one of the most an- anxious things. And then like, but though like low key though, I get anxious. But then I'm also rushing the other person who is still <laughs> packing their bag. I'm like, can you not do this over there? It's like <laughs> part of me is getting assimilated to the German like rushing That's culture. Good. But That's then good. also when I'm in that position, I get anxious. That's what I'm just like <laughs> like trying to back my my backpack as fast as possible. Yeah. See, yeah, arguably it's not a great system because at the normal supermarkets, the Reva and stuff, you're not really supposed to put everything back into the cart. You're supposed to put it in your bags that you yeah. brought yourself or otherwise you can buy expensive bags, mm-hmm. but there are, there are no one-time usage bags anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like there are the paper bags, but you have to pay for those as well. So you bring your own bags, please. And then, yeah, there's usually like room for two customers at a time, but not really. Yeah. So essentially it's expected of you to pack everything up as quickly as possible so that by the time the last item is scanned, you are ready to pay and everything's already in your bags and you're ready to go. But it's so scary because it's like they're skinning, you're skinning, you're trying to pack your bag, but you're also trying to get your phone out or your wallet out so you can like tap your card or whatnot. And it's just like, it's a lot in those two seconds and the cashier does not give a fuck. She's just like, or she or they, they're just like going, 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 going. You're totally saying, yada, but like, like, and I'm like, car, bitta, and tap the card or whatnot receipt no and you like have to like run it is <laughs> good summary good like summary. It's, it's like hunger game <laughs> yeah I, uh, I will say like the the cashiers at like reva and erika are more relaxed like if they notice you need more time they will just wait yeah whereas at aldi or, or little they could look at you or potentially even tell you like hurry the fuck <laughs> up like we're, we we're, gotta go don't you see the line don't you see yes. that i'm the only person walking working in this giant store <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone else is subconsciously rushing you as well they may right. not say it no but they're because I've, I've done the same thing you, you know I've, I've been on both sides of things you know uh another culture shock that was different and this is not just in germany but like a lot of just non-american countries they get to sit down um at the cashier spot in america people do not sit like like they, they have chairs whenever they like are doing like ringing up your order whatnot in america no everyone is standing you do not get to sit down while you are like but it makes no sense to be it doesn't because well, first of all why and second of all if it's even counterintuitive because uh well actually yeah no it is intuitive because maybe they want people to be on the same eye level because you are standing no no it makes no sense. It makes no sense for us. Like they're, they're, you can't justify that. It, it's just American Pretty culture. Bad. And I'm just like, why can they say? I mean, like, I don't have the problem. I'm like, I'm not working in that position. But like, I'm just like, I thought it was so interesting because like every other country I've seen here, they have seats. Like, so self checkout computers aren't like a huge thing in Germany yet. No, but, but the bigger supermarkets will have them. Yeah, there's a Rewe, like close to where I'm at, at um, Hermannstrasse, and yeah. they have a self-checkout little thing. And do you use it or do yeah, you yeah, go um, to the person? I, I, I will, if there's a self-checkout option, I will always probably go to self-checkout option. Yeah. Um, See, it depends. If I have a good feeling about the self-checkout computers in the sense that I believe that they'll be working, then I will do it. Have they been broken? But there, yes, I mean... I don't know. It used to be so difficult because if you did one wrong thing or tapped wrong, wrong button, you would have to get someone working there to help you. And then that yeah, would take forever. That's true. And many supermarkets used to do it. I don't know if it's still the case where they would have in their system the exact weight of mm-hmm. each article. And then the computer would expect you to scan it and then put it 
on the scale mm-hmm. and then it would confirm if the weight is correct and only then would it let you continue. Mm. And this system does not work because it works maybe if you buy three things and they're very kind of defined chocolate bars or whatever. Yeah. But as soon as you buy more so that it doesn't really fit anymore or you want to put your own back there, like it just it, breaks it does, down. Yeah. Like either trust people to check themselves out or don't, but don't do this weird hybrid where you're like yeah. trying to track the weight of things. Like it, it just they doesn't do it work. in America where you have to like if you have a bag you have to weight your bag first and yeah. then and it's just it's a more difficult process and, and then I have to get the person to come over right and like do whatever they have to do or whatnot but I do like self checkout I mean because I'm a fast person when it comes to self checkout I'm like in and out of the self checkouts like I'm like I'm faster scan, at self checkout than I am at the at the like cashier trying to bag my own stuff yeah but some people they take their precious time with the self checkouts or whatnot but. I always just like, I also like technology. So anytime I see like a little touchscreen, little thing, I'm like, ooh, fancy. <laughs> let me let try, me try it, out. it out. Let, yes. let me see what operating system yes. computer is running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, English, thank you. And let me keep Ah, going. they have English. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, whenever they have like the front, they always have the, the language things. So I always check English. But sometimes I can actually, you know, go by with my German, the Deutsch. Um, I mean, I'm learning. I'm getting there. Uh, let's talk about like paying for things. Um, so do you use the stupid payback system card thing? What is that? Okay. Have you never been asked payback carta when you checked out? Maybe. I just probably say no or whatnot. If, okay. if I don't understand it, I just say no. Payback is this weird company system, coupon, digital coupon collection system where you can get like a payback card and then you are collecting points mm-hmm. and many, many, many retailers and supermarkets uh, are a part of this. And I think DM definitely is because they always ask me mm-hmm. and Reva, I think also might be. And basically the deal is like, you can always like sh- scan your card and then you get a few points. I think that you get like one cent on the euro or something or half a cent. And then you can exchange those for stuff later in exchange for the company being able to track exactly what you buy and have like a profile of your purchasing mm-hmm. history and then like selling that to advertisers and blah, 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 blah. Honestly, it's not worth it. Don't do it. It's both the fact that you're like giving away all of your privacy and data and the for fact like that two you, cents off and, your and that you purchase. have to always have to like then take out the card and scan it. It's, it's not worth it. Like just don't do it. I will say there's some other ways legitimate ways to save money for example if you do the reva um online ordering Mm -hmm. or even in-store i think sometimes they have like they sometimes randomly email me if i haven't used it in a while Mm -hmm. randomly they sent me an email here's like here's 12 euros off your next oh really your next order and it's it's like 12 euros i mean that's That's actually a lot that's a lot yeah um and also some companies in germany especially like the bigger companies participate in these um in these food cu- coupon systems mm-hmm. where you basically get a coupon for each day that you work for like seven euros mm-hmm. and then the company pays half of that and it's supposed to like subsidize your lunch meals and many restaurants accept them but also the big supermarkets like especially Reva and Edeka accept them so you can and Kaufland so you can use them to do your grocery shopping if you happen to work at a company that issues those uh, coupons oh, they're cool. called the one is the one big one is called um, Zodexo and the other one is called Restaurant 
pus, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. Are you a frugal person when you go shopping? Like, do you try to find like the cheapest? No. Unfortunately, I'm in the lucky position that I don't have to watch my grocery budget very closely. Yeah. I do try, like, I, I, I try to be reasonable and I try, for example, to buy seasonally also for environmental reasons. Like I sometimes buy grapes if they're from like Egypt, but even then I feel like a little bit bad, but I, and I buy avocados, which I know come from far away and have a bad uh, footprint, but I don't buy, I don't know, um, strawberries in the winter Mm -hmm. when they come from, I don't know, halfway around the world when I can just have them in the summer from Germany. Mm -hmm. So I do that, but otherwise I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty not My toxic trait is I don't even look at the total purchase. (laughs) I never look at the total purchase. I just tap my card and I go. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you don't even realize how much you... No, I don't. You don't know how much... So I was going to ask you this actually, like how much do you spend on groceries? Um, Well, actually, thanks to YNAB, um, you need a budget. (laughs) That should hurt, right? Rolling your eyes at me, but... I can actually tell you the average of what I spend a month on groceries. Me too. Um, yes. Give YNAB a second to load. Um, and YNAB guys, for the non-nerds uh, is is a budget tracking app it is a uh, called You Need a Budget, and we're both <laughs> fans and users. It's good. You should have a budget, but. Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, in August, I spent around two hundred euros on groceries. Um, in July, I spent. Th- almost 300 euros in groceries. Um, groceries go by fast for me, I think. And then in June, I spent 200 euros in groceries. So on average, I spend um, a good amount of money on groceries. Yeah, I mean, I think I, that's not that much. 50 euros a month seems very normal to me, especially if you're not a super frugal. Uh, a week, I mean. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was, I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> f- 50 euros a week. Um, I'm just checking mine now. Okay. So, um, my grocery expenses, um, it's a little blurry because it's, um, not just for me, but I also don't always pay, but it's also somewhere between 200 and 350 a month. And that's, like I said, not really paying close attention. So mm-hmm. I think you can, if you're on a very tight budget, I think you could go, you could get by on probably 30 to 40 euros a week mm-hmm. if you exclusively go to like Lidl or Aldi and really compare prices. Um, and if you, yeah, if you're a little bit um, less frugal, 50 to 60 to 70 euros a week. It also depends, obviously, on how much you cook yeah. and stuff. If you also go what out you're a lot. buying too, right? So it's hard to say, but in general, I think fifty euros a, a week is maybe a good average. Yeah, fifty to sixty, I think. Yeah, but do you feel that if you grocery shop, you eat out less? Because not for me. <laughs> so I have the I'm in the lucky position that I live with my girlfriend who loves to cook. And I don't like to cook, but she cooks a lot. And so that kind of puts a cap on how much. Because uh, I yeah. used to go out, like eat meals outside twice a day, basically, for a long time. And that's, that's the bachelor lifestyle. That's expensive. 
uh, even in Berlin and also not so healthy. One other um, thing I wanted to mention or talk about is like what you could do if even these 30, 40 euros a week are a bit much right now. Like what do you do if you basically can't afford to even go grocery shopping some weeks? Um, the most famous probably um, service or organization that helps with this is Berliner Tafel. Like Tafel, Tafel is an odd word. Tafel means chalkboard, but it also means table. So in mm -hmm. this context, it's table. And there's Tafel organizations in, I think, every German city, basically. Mm -hmm. And they live off donations and specifically also donations from supermarkets and from uh, bakeries and stuff. So I think a lot of bakeries at the end of the day, they will give their leftovers to this organization or supermarkets will sometimes donate stuff that's about to expire. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you cannot afford to get groceries, you can basically go to the Berliner Tafel and stand in a queue and they will give you a bag of groceries. Um, But you don't get to free. choose the groceries. Um, I, th I don't know. We should invite someone on. I've never been myself. Um, I think it depends. I think sometimes they just give you a bag or sometimes you can mm -hmm. choose. There's also um, other organizations that organize meals like breakfast and, and lunch and dinners for homeless people, uh, which is also great. But yeah, there's some options. Um, but even if, if you're not homeless, if you're not in a super dire situation, but you really just can't afford the groceries for next week, then Berliner Tafel, I think, would be a good first point to kind of turn to.